welcome to the 412 Canada podcast. Thanks for joining us. My name is Kim Hutchins and at 412 we are equipping the church for greater influence through serving. 412 is a ministry of Faith Baptist Church in Huntsville, Ontario, and we are so excited to be able to continue to equip you through our podcast and YouTube, and today I'm excited to bring you Harry Taze. Harry is on staff here at Faith as our Senior Associate Pastor of Seniors and Small Groups, and he has served Jesus Christ in pastoral ministry for over 30 years. His claim to fame is that he once held a world record and his dream would be to travel the globe and explore the many cultures and countries that make up this amazing world of ours. In this episode today, we're going to chat about small groups and the importance of it in the life of every follower of Jesus. Welcome, Harry. Thanks, Kim. It's good to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I'm really interested by the inst- introduction. Yeah. You uh, wrote that you had a world record. Yes. And, uh, and so what is that? Okay, well, it's unofficial. Oh, okay. It's like, what is this? I don't remember reading ever about it. Yeah, well, it's, uh, the, the record is coin snatching. Okay. And uh, when I was a kid, uh, in the Guinness Book of World Records, uh, what the record was, you'd stack uh, a bunch of coins yeah. on your elbow, and then you snatch them out of midair. <laughs> and I snatched 48 coins, which oh beat the record. Yeah. But the problem was... Nobody saw me. Oh <laughs> so, so it's like it never happened. It, it never happened. But in my mind, I held a world record. Okay. Well, there you go. How old were you when you did that? Uh, maybe 12. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My claim to fame. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Well, now we all know what really happened. I know. The truth is out there. Oh, well, Harry, it's so great that you can have us on. And I love, I'm so excited to talk about small groups, right? Me too. So can you tell us a little bit about your role here at Faith? right? And small groups and kind of how that relates. Yeah, sure. So officially, I'm the senior associate pastor of small groups and seniors with Mm -hmm. some missions uh, in there as well. Unofficially, I'm here to just support staff and work together with them to accomplish the mission that God's given us. So I preach a little, teach a little, you know, visitation that. But as far as small groups go, my role is to equip support and encourage the leaders Mm -hmm. so that they can lead their small groups in a way that they can help their members grow in Christ right. and maturity. Yeah. So that's that's my role specifically for small groups. Nice. And so have you personally been impacted by a small group? Oh, man. I, I've been impacted <laughs> so much. Yeah. Like corporate worship has probably been the most impactful, you know, yeah. the preaching of God's Word. But then in small groups is where I've been challenged to dig into God's Word. And I've seen modeled from other Christians a love for Christ, mm-hmm. a love for others, mm-hmm. uh, prayer, how prayer has been modeled for yeah. me. And so my life has been changed and impacted so much by what I've seen others, you know, go through in their spiritual journey as well. It's, it's yeah. so important. Yeah. And so why would you say this small group is important in any believer's life, right? Like not just yours, but yeah, for everyone. Yeah. You know, Kim, it is so important uh, because I would say knowing God mm. is important mm-hmm. because, you know, and, and someone might say, well, I know God, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not a part of a small group. Well, we can know God outside of being in a small group, but to really know God like he wants us to know him. Right. God exists in relationship, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So we've been created in the image of God. We have this DNA within us mm-hmm. to be in relationship. And so, like all the one another commands of Scripture, 
they are a call for us to be in together in relationship with other believers. Right. And yeah. uh, I just think about the Apostle Paul. When he was writing Philippians, he wrote in Philippians chapter 3, I count all things but loss that I might know him. Mm -hmm. Now, where was Paul when he was writing that? Right. He was in prison. He was right? in prison. Yeah. And not only in prison, he was there with other Christians. Mm. Because later on in chapter 4, he says, and those brothers who are with me mm. send their greetings. Yeah. So he was there with others as he's writing this. And you know what else? As he's writing this with other Christians, they're supporting, encouraging, praising God in prison together. Mm -hmm. That witness impacted the Philippian jailer. Yeah. And the Philippian jailer came to faith in Christ, and not only him, but his whole household. And not only his whole household, that was God's call to Macedonia. Mm -hmm. And from there, a church planning movement started because Paul was together with others. That's mm -hmm. how we know God. Mm -hmm. And so if a person says, you know, I want to know God, yeah, join a small group. yeah. But if you don't want to know God more deeply, mm -hmm. then, then don't, don't join a small group. Right. Because it's in community that we really get to know who God is. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. so important. It is. Yeah, right. that's so good. Yeah. And what would you say are some of the challenges of leading a small group ministry? Oh, well, that's a big question. Um, I know, right? You know, I, I could talk about the, like some of the textbook answers, yeah. you know, like, you know, what do you do um, when you have a new person come in or if yep. someone dominates the group or is just quiet in the group? How do you uh, help teach people to pray? You know, there's a lot of different things. How do you simulate yeah. new people? How do you start a, a new group? But, you know, I think probably the greatest challenge from my experience has been mm -hmm. spiritual warfare. Wow. Okay. Yeah, like Paul said in Ephesians, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. It's not, it's not the physical that we see necessarily that's going to be the biggest challenge. It's the unseen. The okay. enemy doesn't want us to meet together to grow in faith mm -hmm. and maturity in Christ. Mm -hmm. And so later on in Ephesians, Paul says, and he gives us the weapon to fight mm -hmm. in that spiritual warfare, which is prayer. Right. He says, yeah. pray for me. Pray for one another. And so in a small group, if the, the small group leader is praying mm -hmm. and the members are praying, God's going to help that group grow in Christ. Right. And there's, there's not going to be challenges that they can't overcome by the power of the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit as they humble themselves and pray together. Mm -hmm. God's going to work in a mighty way. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. I never would have assumed like that answers mm -hmm. spiritual warfare, right? Like, yeah. That is such a great thing for us to think about as we go to small groups or are involved in the ministry. Yeah, it's so important. Prayer mm -hmm. is so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and what do you think makes a successful small group? Successful. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, you know, what I think of first of all is I think we have to define what success is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, now, there's secular small groups. People meet in small groups all the time. And they might evaluate a successful small group as enthusiastic, willing participants, mm -hmm. or um, they might think about accomplishing their goals and their vision. Yeah. So that's yeah. success for them. Or they might think, you know, as people are added, they can multiply and have more groups. Mm -hmm. And so that would be success. But, but we're talking about a Christian small group. And that looks a little bit differently. Yeah, and so when is. I think about a successful small group in a biblical context, mm -hmm. I think about 
godliness. Okay. I think about a godly small group. Mm-hmm. And uh, to be godly means that we are Christ-like or we're growing in Christ-likeness. Mm-hmm. And so my desire is to see small groups and members in small groups growing in Christ-likeness. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, like probably the, the greatest characteristic of a Christ-like believer or a Christ-like small group is what Jesus said in Matthew 22. Mm-hmm. He said, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the closest neighbor is, is the person sitting next to you in your small group. Yeah, that's right, who God calls right us. To, yeah, that's who God calls us to love. And, and when we love like that, can you imagine what a small group would be like, Kim? Yeah. If, if people amazing. passionately love God mm-hmm. and loved one another as mm-hmm. Christ loves us. Yeah. Now that would be an amazing group. It would change group. the world, it right? Would. It would. It would. Because yep. everyone would be impacted by it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and let's talk about your plans for the future of small groups, right? And I know that you're working on a core curriculum. Can you tell us a little bit about that and just why that's important? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, there are several things percolating in my heart that I think God is laying on my heart. Yeah. Uh, the first is I just want to be a support to our small group leaders. Mm-hmm. I want to need, yeah, right? encourage them, yeah. uh, see them equipped. Uh, I'm working on a small group leadership handbook right now that mm-hmm. hopefully will support our small group leaders. Yeah. The second goal is to see our groups multiply. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see us reaching more people uh, for mm-hmm. Christ. And um, I know that because of COVID right now, people just want to be in community. And, and, and that's important, I think, yeah, right now. because everyone's missed that, right? Exactly. And so we just want to get together again. Exactly. Right? It, it's, yeah. it's a phase, you know? Yeah. And I think we need to just enjoy that. Um, but I don't want us to get too comfortable mm-hmm. because I, I, I want us to reach out to more people. I think that's the heart of God. Yeah. And then the third goal and the thing that's on my heart, as you mentioned, is helping people intentionally and, and giving a pathway for discipleship mm-hmm. for our small group leaders that they, they can have confidence as they lead their small group that they have uh, a certainty to, to, to a great degree that they're helping their small group members right. move towards maturity in Christ. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on this core curriculum and uh, I'm looking at three different areas. I'm looking at what a person knows, what our small group members know, the Mm -hmm. knowledge of God's Word. Secondly, I'm looking at uh, what they do, like actually putting into practice what we know. And the third is having our heart transformed, Okay. who we are, because we can know a lot. We can be busy actively involved in church and all kinds of wonderful ministries and stuff. But if our heart isn't changed, yeah. That, that's what Christ-likeness mm-hmm. is. And so those three areas, and, and I'm developing a curriculum that will help facilitate those three areas over a time of three, four years, where a small group leader, mm-hmm. as they plug into that, they can help move their members forward in Christ-likeness and godliness. Yeah. yeah. Well, that'd be great. I'm that's really exciting. excited. Yeah. I am. I'm, I'm pumped about yeah, it. Yeah. Even from the little bit that I've seen about it, I think this is going to be great. Yeah. Yeah, and so can you share with us a story of somebody who's been impacted or changed in your small group ministry? Oh, there's so many stories. <laughs> um, I figured you would have a few, right? Yeah. But you've got to have a good one from recent, right? Yeah, I do. Um, yeah. There was one of our small group leaders that reached out uh, recently. We just did a series on yes. revival. Yeah. Uh, is a five-week series is tied to the sermons. Mm-hmm. But we had a small group study guide that our small group leaders... Yeah 
took our small group members through. Yeah. And so I got this comment back from someone, and let me just read uh, their comment. Uh, they said, I want to tell you our group was excited to participate in the church-wide study of, of Revive Me. Mm -hmm. We all felt that after dealing with code for over a year and a half, we needed to be refreshed yeah. and put a spring in our step with God. The study was so well done and we found things in each category that we realized needed to be improved on. I personally am praying for each person in the group mm -hmm. to be strengthened and encouraged as they move forward in their Christian walk. Yeah, it's so good. It is so good. And that so encourages me because this testimony exemplifies what a small group is all about. Right. It, it's, yeah. Yes, listening to God's word, that is critically important like it was yeah. in my life and is still. Mm -hmm. But it's also connecting with others mm -hmm. so that you can discuss and learn and dig deeper into God's word and maybe, you know, what was preached on Sunday. Yeah. And then pray for one another. Yeah, that's huge. That's so, so important. Right. I yeah. think we just all need that. We do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what's something that you could say for those that are joining us that maybe they lead a small group. Would you have an encouraging word that you could give them? I can, and it's very brief. <laughs> Not a sermon, just no. an encouraging word. I know, word. I know. I like to preach sometimes. <laughs> um, I would say just be faithful. Yeah. Because you know what? You don't know. We don't know what God's doing in a mm -hmm. person's life. That's true. As we yeah. plant the seed of God's word, mm -hmm. he's going to water it, and he will produce the fruit. And so like Revelation 2 verse 10 says, mm -hmm. be faithful unto death. Like right. that's to the very end. God wants us to be faithful. And then he will produce the fruit and we just need to trust him mm -hmm. that he is at work in people's lives. Which is hard to do, but right. It is hard. Yeah. Yeah, I struggle with that. Yeah. But so that's so good for them to hear. Yeah. Right. And what about for somebody who maybe is not in a small group? How would you encourage them to think about joining one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> Um, I know everybody, first of all, can't yeah. be in a small group. There are some legitimate reasons. They just, they just cannot. Right. But uh, for someone who's never been in a small group, I would just say, you know, why don't you try it? Yeah. Because, right. you know what, it's just like, uh, you know, trying a new food. Uh, you might not like it, but if you don't try it, you might be missing the best food on the planet. Yeah. If, if you don't try it. <laughs> and uh, so reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you. Yeah. And uh, if someone has been in a small group and isn't anymore... I would just encourage you pray about it and mm -hmm. try and reconnect with a group. And if you need some help, you want to talk to me, I'd love to talk to you too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 That's so good. Yeah. Well, Harry, thank you so much for being here and chatting for having with a small group. And yeah. I just hope that people are excited, right? And they'll hear your passion and, and kind of get the importance of why we need small groups in our life, yeah. right? Just the impact that it has and helps you to dive into scripture. I think it's life-changing. It is. Yeah. It really is. Thanks. Wow. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Harry. Thank you. <laughs> well, thanks again for joining us. I hope that this conversation has been helpful to anyone who serves in small groups. Or maybe our chat has encouraged you to join a small group in your local church. Take the next step this week of reaching out to whoever leads small groups at your church and step into group life. You can also review everything that Harry and I chatted about by checking out our website and our show notes. If you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, remember to subscribe on your podcast app. And for those watching the video edition, subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you don't miss an episode. Also, hop onto the discussion by following us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at 412Canada. Looking forward to next time. Thanks for joining us.